0: Hello and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 134. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. And I want to give you all a hearty thank you for all of your support during this book launch season we've been in. I'm officially back from my three-week book tour, which was a totally exciting but completely exhausting adventure. And I am catching up on one of the most requested podcast topics to date, which came from all y'all on Instagram who wanted to learn more about how I got my wardrobe together. I am not usually one to talk about fashion. I do not enjoy shopping. I don't consider myself a very style-oriented person or a very stylish person. And for me, I just would rather spend my money on other things. So I was very hesitant to invest in a professional looking wardrobe. And my good friend, Tiffany Ingram, who is a Bossed Up trainer team member, would often see me at Bossed Up Bootcamp where she often presents, especially on the East Coast during our power hour part of Bossed Up Camp to answer questions about how looking your best and putting together a great outfit can make you feel your best and perform your best. And I was always a little hesitant to embrace that message myself. Um, I am very comfortable in my athleisure 99% of the time, working from home with Teddy the dog on my lap. And so for me, I came to this whole discussion as kind of like, well, why can't the world just see us for our talents and for the content of our character instead of judging people based on this facade we put on and how we do our hair and all kinds of jazz like that. But I was being naive, right? I mean, it's rebellious, sure, but it's also naive. and. In some ways, a privilege to go out into the world looking like a slob and not worrying what the world will think of you. And so I'm recognizing more and more that the freedoms that I have as a freelancer, or an entrepreneur, or someone who's got a lot of privilege in that category is not something that everyone has, And a lot of us have to put in the effort to look our best at work because we are representing not only ourselves and what we're capable of, but a whole class of people that we might represent. and so I was basically dragged kicking and screaming towards the fashion conversation as it relates to our professional attire. But I am so glad that I have made some adjustments to my approach when it comes to fashion because it has instantaneously paid off in the fact that this book tour was such a smashing success, I felt so well put together the entire time, and we went through a three-week tour with one little carry-on piece of luggage, thanks to the diligent support and hustle and foresight and just sheer genius on behalf of my stylist, Hannah moon. And Hannah is here on today's episode to share with us some of her best secrets for how to even start thinking about your personal style and your personal brand as it is expressed through the clothes you wear, the look you put together, and how to look at it as something that's actually fun to do. That's a big leap for me because I did not think shopping was fun or that I would ever be someone who was into putting together an outfit. And now, because my closet is full of not that many pieces, but good pieces, right? Like a very tight, succinct wardrobe of not too many options, but all options that I love, I actually enjoy getting myself properly dressed and not just in my sports bra and yoga pants from Athleta that I'm currently podcasting in right now. <laughs> and I have to admit, the most satisfying result of me investing a little bit in my style was the last Bossed Up camp I went to in April in New York City, where Tiffany Ingram, our trainer who was there to present on style and fashion, was like, girl, what have you done? Where have you been shopping? What have you been doing? Because like the transformation was instantaneous. And you'll hear a little bit more about how Hannah and I work together to get my shit together, wardrobe edition. And for all of you who are already registered to join me at our next Bossed Up Bootcamp weekend coming up this July 27 and 28 in Chicago, Illinois, hopefully I will dress to impress just as much there as well. And you will see it live and live living color. And in case this is the first time you're hearing about it, Bossed Up Bootcamp is the weekend-long training program that started this entire company way back in 2013. It is an intensive weekend-long training program featuring myself and a handful of other featured Bossed Up Trainer team members who are there to help accelerate your journey towards sustainable success. We cover work, Love and wellness all in one weekend. And it's truly the best thing I do. It's the most transformative thing I do. And if you want to learn more about the results that Bossed Up Bootcamp produces, every one of the 15 women who are featured in the new Bossed Up book, A Grown Woman's Guide to Getting Your Shit Together, have gone through Bossed Up Bootcamp and credit it in many ways for the transformations they've seen in their careers and lives. I would love to see you there. Register now at org slash bootcamp where you can find three-month installment plans and more information about scholarships. Now, without further ado, let me introduce you to Hannah Moon. She's a wardrobe stylist catering to the movers and shakers in Denver and virtually nationwide. She believes in clearly laying down the proper foundation work in order to intentionally curate a wardrobe that can be used as a tool to confidently accomplish her clients' goals, make their businesses more profitable, and live a fuller life. Hannah Moon, welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I am so delighted that our paths crossed, thanks to the good fortune of our mutual friend, Ellie, who has been on Team Bossed Up since the very beginning back in 2013. She is lovely. She's so wonderful. Isn't she? And the two of you have very rose-hued hair most of the time. two Denverites (laughs) with pink hair. I feel cool just to be friends with you two.
1: That's how we got brought together. We were both like, I like your hair. I like your hair. Let's get
0: coffee. (laughs) I love it. Well, you came up in conversation when I was talking with Ellie about, ugh, I should probably try to care about my clothes now that I've got a book (laughs) coming out. (laughs) And Ellie was like, I think I have the perfect person that can help you care about your clothes, Emily, in a way that doesn't feel stuffy or dated or like a style that I'm not comfortable with. And you were the Mm -hmm. perfect person.
1: Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. It was so wonderful when she connected us because when she was telling me, about how incredibly amazing you are. I was like, yes, this is someone I totally want to work with because she is such a boss, babe. And then here it is. That's your brand. All about being a boss. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this work to begin with. So my background started actually in brand strategy and I have always loved fashion, but I just felt it would have been so cliche for me to go that route. And I wanted to prove like I could work amongst men and I could be one of the bigger players. Yeah. And I loved helping companies from Fortune 500 to startups do branding, but my passion still was in style. And so finally, it was about five years ago that I started exploring personal styling. And from there, I grew as a personal stylist to being a stylist for TV show hosts. And that was like a dream job. It was so amazing. And after that experience, I finally realized like the calling I had was to work with real women and help them level up and grow their businesses. So that's why now I work with all these amazing women that are focused on their careers or just personal development and
0: kind of teaching them that their style can be a tool to like help them
1: reach their goals.
0: Totally. Isn't that funny how sometimes when we suppress our internal career desires they end up like <laughs> creeping in anyway later on. we're like it's true i'm gonna perform this role for someone else and then our passions find their way out anyway <laughs> it's so true and I'm, I'm so thankful i didn't immediately jump into it because the
1: knowledge i have from my like corporate background and yeah and just like account management has really played a huge role in me being able to do this today but it's true you can't fight it
0: eventually really? you're gonna do what you were meant to do yeah <laughs> (laughs) It is interesting, though, because when I think of our experience working together, I do really appreciate the strategic communications brain you bring to style. It's not just about style for style's sake. It's very strategic about what are your goals? Who's your audience? How is style a tool, not just a right way, wrong way kind of a thing? You never made me feel like, oh, this is the wrong way to wear that. This is the right way to wear it. It was more like what's our objective? What do we want to give off to people? And can you tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about just starting out if you're just beginning to think about your clothing consciously, as I frankly have only very recently come to (laughs) acknowledge how much I, (laughs) turns out I do have an opinion on clothes, but when someone is just starting to think about their clothing as more than something we have to shop for, but something that can actually be a tool for a communications Mm -hmm. package, What are some things that people should think about? Great question. I love that you asked that because I think we're in such an overwhelming
1: time because there's not just a specific style and we're getting like visual stimulation from social media and from celebrities and influencers.
0: That's really hard to figure out like what makes sense for you. Yeah, like I'm not wearing those long biker spandex shorts that somehow (laughs) Kim Kardashian brought back and every influencer is wearing. And I'm like, are we seriously on board with this trend? I mean, that's seriously one of
1: my like, I would love that style to just go away for forever. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my things. I'm like, no, this isn't realistic, which actually leads me into that being the first thing I suggest anyone doing is actually writing out their reality because oftentimes we see something that is, quote unquote stylish and it looks really cute on somebody else and you might buy it and then you get it and you're like, this doesn't make any sense for my actual life. So first thing I recommend is like actually writing out the things that you would need to get dressed for. Even if you work from home, you can have that as one of them, but look at your actual reality, your day-to-day I always have my clients build out like a Pinterest board or a mood board. So you can kind of see what you gravitate towards. And then you can kind of look to see how the mood board can fit in with your day-to-day life. And so you kind of make that connection of like, all right, is this something that I like because it's colorful? Or is it something I can actually wear whenever I go meet a client or when I go to the office?
0: Yeah. And I want to pause there for a minute because I remember feeling like I had this cop-out When we Mm -hmm. first started working together, which was I can wear yoga pants whenever. Like I work Mm -hmm. from home. I don't need I don't need a wardrobe. And I had recently Marie Kondoed my life as so many of us did this past Mm -hmm. January. (laughs) And my closet was basically empty. And I was like, I don't need clothes. Like I can just wear athleisure (laughs) all the time and every day. (laughs) Yeah. It turns out that's not quite the case, but you don't think about it until you're like, oh shit, I have nothing to wear. And What I liked about working with you is like the Pinterest board or the mood board that you make is supposed to sort of bridge the gap between aspirational fashion and your real life. Mm -hmm. It's a hard gap to bridge sometimes, but Mm -hmm. really thinking about like, where do I need to wear clothes and what do I want the vibe to be when I'm speaking at a keynote in a conference halfway across the country or having a meeting with some like potential collaborators here in Colorado that really helps set the scene.
1: For sure. And I feel like that's something that, like, like you just mentioned, is lacking that. Nobody ever really thinks about their goals when it comes to their style. So oftentimes they're like thinking about the climate of where they live or just trying to find something that's cute. But then you really need to ask yourself, I had to do this with myself over the last few years be like, all right, if I'm trying to attract a certain type of clientele, like how am I representing myself to make them feel like I'm the right person? So then Mm. you have to start thinking about, all right, if I want to have, meetings with CEOs and get in front of them and be able to deliver like whatever I'm bringing to the table. Like what, how should I present myself in that situation? And Mm -hmm. you kind of start dressing like that before you even get those opportunities. So then Mm -hmm. by the time it comes, like that's actually authentically who you are. You're not feeling like you're playing dress up.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point. For me, it was really hard to grasp the value of it until I did it too. So for anyone out there who might be listening to this thinking, I'm just not a clothes person. I'm not a shopping person. I don't like to shop. That That is me. Like in a nutshell, I do not like clothing or shopping or thinking about my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of giving myself a concentrated amount of time in which I brought focused energy and just deliberateness, like deliberate decision-making around my wardrobe, now I don't have to make choices every day. It's really hard to almost grasp the value of what it feels like to look fantastic and know that you're like yes this outfit is going to work for me every time and i i feel like it's one thing i don't have to think about anymore mm-hmm. and we had a massive undertaking of putting together basically like 3 weeks worth of outfits so that was a huge weight off my back having known okay we put in that effort up front to plan out the book tour wardrobe and now i've got this whole new wardrobe that i don't have to think about for a little while at least you know yeah.
1: Exactly. It's true. It's so true what you mean by like understanding the value because people, since clothing is tangible and there's like a price for that item, it's hard to see the value and what it brings like post owning it and knowing how to wear it. And so the value really comes, it's not from like the item itself, but how it like brings confidence. It brings ease. It makes you feel like you don't have to focus on that. So you can bring everything else to the table versus yeah, whenever you're at an event. And then you're like, I just don't feel my best right now. And you can't put your finger on it. And it generally turns out because you're not feeling as awesome about yourself, it's even so though true.
0: you in like you yourself is amazing. So, <laughs> but it's so true. Like sometimes you're wearing something and you're like, Oh, this was a fail. Like I am a yeah. walking fail <laughs> and I have to overcome my my outfit instead of my outfit is like setting me up for success.
1: Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's why I'm like it's a tool in your toolbox for success. Like it totally. shouldn't be about just how to like look great in the new year but really like how can you use your wardrobe to help you in the other areas?
0: Yeah. And I also think, you know, I'm a budget conscious shopper mm-hmm. and I'll be clear with everybody here. I think I ended up spending way more money on clothing than I had initially anticipated. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that was once I saw the value in it, you know, I'm still a budget shopper. I like shop a sale like nobody's business. That's why I'm such a dogged online shopper. But I think (laughs) if I were to look at everything I bought minus everything I returned, because I'm also a very loyal returner. (laughs) Which is good. I think I probably revamped my entire wardrobe, including a whole bunch of shoes, a purse, a whole bunch of outfits for about a thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But I kind of looked at it like a business investment Mm -hmm. around the launch of my book. And I'm just trying to be as candid as possible with my audience because I I don't want to beat around the bush of like what we did together. And it was very effective, but it definitely (laughs) took an investment and that, that I found to be very worthwhile.
1: It does. And it's so crazy because whenever you think about, whenever anybody wants to book, I'm like, generally, I think a thousand is a good baseline. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, well, the thing is, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be building you a wardrobe versus you spending... Like half of that. But I mean, oftentimes, whenever you do like the little shopping throughout the year, you end up spending way more than that. Exactly. And oftentimes it's a waste because you had no idea what you were buying and why. And so it's really ridiculous how much money I don't even want to know how much money I've spent over my lifetime on things that didn't (laughs) serve me well. But it is an investment up front. If you do it, I think the right way, you just have to be prepared for that. But it's, it's true. Yeah.
0: And just so anyone who's listening to this is like, oh my God, this is not for me. Know that there are lots of hacks around this. I work with Tiffany Ingram is with policy and fashion. I'll link to her blog as well. She's based in DC. She's a longtime member of our community. She really specializes in like shopping sales. And Mm -hmm. she's like part of the Nordstrom sales philosophy. And I know you work closely with Nordstrom's as well. I've become a total Nordstrom loyalist myself. But there's the revamping your wardrobe all at one go, which we did together. And then there's Mm -hmm. the piecemeal approach. But, you know, there's lots of ways to get there. but, But what should women who are thinking about leveling up via their wardrobe, investing in their attire as a way to invest in their career, Especially in this like ever more casual workplaces that we find ourselves in. What's your philosophy on how we balance that and how we move forward in a way that feels polished and professional, but, you know, not losing any sense of fun?
1: Right. And I mean, to piggyback off what you're saying, I myself, like obviously I'm a stylist, so I don't do things in one fell swoop. I do things incrementally, but you definitely can start small. And I am a huge consignment gal. So I love going to consignment shops. So oftentimes that means I'm buying something that's really nice for way less. And so there's definitely ways to do like revamp a whole new wardrobe without spending a ton of money. It's just, you really need the clarity of what you're spending it on. So that's why it's so important to figure out what you're, I call it a personal brand, but like, what is your personal brand? Like whenever you buy anything, you need to ask yourself, like, how does this serve me versus just, it's cute. What you just asked was a great question. Like workplaces are so casual now. So it's like, how do you feel fun and fashionable, but also practical? My day-to-day wardrobe is pretty functional even though like if you ch- ever check out my like Instagram or anything like that I'm really colorful some stuff I wear is so funky but day to day I really love really good basics because I feel like you can jazz them up in so many ways so one of my favorite brands for t-shirts and like different styles of tees is Everlane I yes. tell all my clients to invest in Everlane but I think even if you work from home to have a separate casual wardrobe at home versus athleisure wear. So I might even have like a really nice pair of black leggings and I wear it with one of my Everlane tees mm. versus wearing a t-shirt I got from a 5k and right, like right. pants say actually work out in.
0: It changes your feeling. It changes the whole mm-hmm. feeling you bring to your day. It does. I, I think, it, yeah. It does. And feeling good even when you're dressed like a relative slob is <laughs> wonderful. Yep. You're like these are <gasps> my know. favorite leggings. Yeah. These are my <laughs> fancy leggings. <laughs>
1: But it's true. If you have a separation between the two, it does make you feel like you're still getting dressed for the day. Yes. You know, I definitely believe in curating pieces that you can mix and match for different occasions. However, I do believe in having like separation between certain types of like things that you do just so if you wear scrubs every day to work, you're obviously not wearing that on weekends. So whenever you buy pieces that you want to be like fun and funky, like have it very intentionally for not work, but obviously for weekend time. So you don't have to think like, how does this go with scrubs? So there's always ways to add fun. But I mean, I definitely believe your whole look is part of your wardrobe, not just the clothing. So if you... Can't invest too much in the actual clothes itself. Really take care of your skin, hair and makeup and like nails because those details matter exponentially when it comes to the whole
0: package. I'm going to acknowledge that at first I didn't know what the hell you were talking about when you were like, yeah, that's a good outfit. We just need to style it. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what are you talking (laughs) about? And you would be like, grab that belt, put that purse with it, grab those shoes, maybe that shawl or like those earrings. And all of a sudden, boom, I'm looking like polished on another level. And I truly did not know what the fuck you were talking about at first when you were (laughs) like, we just need to style this outfit. I'm like, but it's on. What, it's more, <laughs> what more is there to do? Oh my gosh. It's so funny. But it's true. You have to think of it kind of like
1: Tetris. Like it doesn't right. have to start with like your top. Like the other day I really wanted to wrap my hair up. I did not want to do my hair. So I wore it in the silk scarf. Yeah. And I was like, I had to pick then everything else based off of the scarf. And it's like once you pick one thing, you go to the next level and you go to the yeah. next level until you finally feel complete or done. Or maybe you did too much. And so right. as you walk out, you take off a little bit. That right.
0: happens too. But it is fun. It's like a fun little game. So, And once you have like yeah. some pieces that are inspiring to you in your wardrobe, mm-hmm. you know, which t- oh, for yeah. me really took clearing the decks of a clutter first. Like what is the stuff I never wear? Let's get rid of that. Mm -hmm. Then let's like bring in some joyful pieces, right? Like bring in some things that bring you joy and then build an outfit around them. It can actually be fun. And I say this as someone who really did not enjoy shopping or think of myself as having any particular sense of style until very recently. (laughs) But part of what I love about your Instagram, which I will definitely link to in the show notes because it is so inspiring and fun, is you look casual a lot of the time. It's Denver chic, right? Like we're mountain gals here. Exactly. But then you polish it up. Every look Mm -hmm. of yours, I think is so well-defined by being both fun and funky and somewhat casual. And then boom, you level up with like accessories or jewelry or whatever you do. And to me, that's a really fun balance for the everyday professional woman who doesn't want to look stuffy or overdressed, or maybe Mm -hmm. she doesn't work in the Supreme court, you know, but (laughs) wants to feel good. Yeah. It really does stem to me like for comfort. And
1: I feel like that's every single one of my clients. Like the first thing they say is they're like, you know, I just really do want to be comfortable. And I'm like, girl, I feel you. I'm 30. Like why am not going to waste time? Not feeling comfortable in my clothes. (laughs) Yeah. And also you'll grab the things that are comfortable. And so then you have to ask yourself like, okay, but how do I still stand out? And not everybody wants to draw attention, which is completely fine. But I think it's about whenever you interact with something, something about you, like you gravitate towards them and they want to listen to what you have to say. And so I think that is a factor of standing
0: out a little bit. Yeah. It gives you presence, which I I noticed you picked up on that in a video you just put out the other week. Uh, about particularly like styling an outfit for public speaking. Because when Mm -hmm. you're at an event to be the speaker, I've learned this the hard way by being overly casual sometimes. Like you're there to Mm -hmm. speak. You're there to look a little nicer than you should have to, you know? Like you're there to step it up, to dress, to impress. And having that X factor that helps you stand out is so key. So what are some of your tips for dressing up if you're the speaker? If you're In my industry, which a lot of women listening are in positions like mine or entrepreneurs or are women who give the occasional presentation at work. Like, what should we take Mm -hmm. special care to consider when that's the position we find ourselves in?
1: So, people spend so much time crafting their skills and then they finally get the opportunity to share. And then they're like, wait, I, I have to stand up there in front of everybody. Not only do you have to prepare what you're going to say, which you might love public speaking, which is right. awesome. I do too. However, you got to realize you have an entire room of people that are going to be looking at you. And yeah. so, oftentimes, I've seen people go up in there and there speak and they want to be in like all black to look professional or they, tend to not want, like, you. they want to be more casual, to be relatable. Like you were kind of saying, it's like, yeah, what I have
0: to right. bring to the table is what they're here for, not to see me. It's also like the Steve Jobs outfit, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of double standards we run into, but... I know.
1: It is funny. I do. That's why my video is primarily for women, because I feel like with men, it's just like a different story. That's just how it is. And so, yeah. unfortunately, as much as we would like to stick it to people, we just have to do what's best for us, which I fully believe is just physically preparing yourself and bringing yourself, like elevate your look to give yourself a look that you are a voice of authority in the topic that you're talking about. And we're visual creatures. So when we're looking at something, if we don't think it's appealing, we're not going to be interested after 10 minutes. So that's why it's so important for women to make sure that they don't look disheveled, their hair's done, they got a little bit of makeup, They don't have to be uncomfortable and like high heels, but it is good to just put yourself together. So they're like, wow, this woman looks like she really knows what she's talking about. Mm. I bet what she has to say is trustworthy and I wanna listen. So you're trying to give across this message that you are together and you know what you're talking about. And so I guess some tips I would have would be for sure that you stay away from all black. Mm. There are definitely some looks like if you're going to be at a really small panel and maybe you had like black leather jacket, black tank dress. like, you know, one of the outfits we put together was funky and fun Oh yeah, and it was a little bit more for a nighttime event. But if right. you're going to be speaking on a panel, I 100% wholeheartedly say wear a good jewel tone color because like nine times out of 10, everyone else is going to wear black and you guys are all just going to blend in together. So chances Mm. are you're going to be the one that
0: the audience remembers. Right. You want to pop too, if there's photos being taken. Yeah. It's kind of contradictory because everyone looks great in black in real life, but Mm -hmm. then in the grander scheme of things, if there's any social media happening, if there's any photos being taken, if there's any factor, like you said, someone is going to be memorable, the black outfit isn't going to be the best for you.
1: No, it's right. not. And so totally agreed, like black all day. I get it when, you know, everybody is like, oh, black is my uniform or black is the new black. However, <laughs> it is so different when it comes to public speaking because you do want to gravitate and then like, grab people's attention. Right. You do want to look like a voice of authority. You do want them to remember you. And like you said, you really want to go- look good if there's any kind of camera or videographer Yeah. because you can use those assets for your own website or for your own marketing. And you really want to pop in those images. Any other no-nos that we should avoid in
0: those circumstances?
1: I would say wrinkly clothing. Everybody should invest in even just a small handheld steamer. Like it's super easy. Travel
0: steamer. I got myself one after our first session of working Yay. together. I was in <laughs> New York for Step Up Bootcamp, which is coming up soon in Chicago at the end of July. I'm really excited about. But yeah. the very last Step Boot Bootcamp before the book tour extravaganza, I was in New York and I'm like, where can I find a travel steamer? I need it for this outfit that I have packed and it's super wrinkly and there are no hangers in my super too hip for hangers hotel. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I got a steamer. I think it was at the container store, a tiny little travel oh. size one for like mm-hmm. 20 bucks. Highly recommend. Now it's in my suitcase permanently. It's great.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And I think that just really changes the game for presents. Yes. So that's definitely one. And then... Another one I would definitely say is getting your clothes altered. So I always tell people manufacturing plants take sizes from everyone and make clothes for no one. So everyone is (laughs) going to have issues shopping. Don't buy something and know that it's like way too long and your pants are dragging and not get it altered. Because really what getting clothes altered is, is having a custom wardrobe. Mm. So definitely don't avoid buying things if like the pants are too long or if you ha- I have to buy larger pants to fit my hips, but then I always have to get them tailored to be smaller amount- around my waist. So then they hang on me correctly. So right. definitely
0: get your clothes altered. That's a big no, no. And if- you can take that to the dry cleaners, right? Like there, you can look up yeah. seamstresses and all kinds of tailors in the Totally. In Nordstrom the has a tailor team. And so if you get clothes there, some of this
1: tailoring is free. Oh. Um, like if you get like pant hems, that's free. Nice. And but you could still, if you trust them, you can take your clothes there as well. I do take my clothes too, to a, like just an alteration dry cleaning place as well for anything small. Cool. So yeah, they're, I mean, they're everywhere. Awesome.
0: Any must haves, any boss babe wardrobe must haves, if women listening to this podcast don't already have items in their Closet, what do you think everyone should do or think of or or make sure they prioritize? You'll recognize these for sure.
1: (laughs) But I do fully believe that every boss babe needs a blazer, whether it's like a looser cut or they like it tailored. But every single one of my clients, I have them either have a black blazer or a plaid one. I know we got a plaid one. We did.
0: It was the most expensive thing I bought, but it was definitely worth it. It was like a hundred dollar blazer. I was like, oh my good God, I'm just ordering this to try it on for size. And I'm totally going to send it back. And then I fell madly in love with it. So I'm a fan. Those
1: pieces, like if you invest more money into something that you can wear all the time, you'll love. I mean, like that is it such a, cause you could put it over just a white t-shirt jeans and some ankle
0: boots and you're like good to go. You like, feel like boop, instantly go. polished. I don't know if it's yeah. because I hit 30 and grew, like grew the <laughs> up. Like I now have a grown woman's wardrobe, but I'm all about jackets now. I have all kinds of jackets and they're such essential pieces. Yeah, I think, I don't know why we were all like, the more skin, the better. And then now we're like, 30. Oh, I look
1: like I look more like I'm going to be making more money whenever I'm
0: yes. dressed. Yes. Like Just bring I make on more the money. shoulder pads. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> bring on the shoulder pads and pad my pad my envelopes, please, <laughs> and money bags. Thank you. That needs to be like my new tagline. I yeah. love that. <laughs>
1: Second is another one you'll be very familiar with, but a boot with flare. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Whether it's snake print or an, like a leopard or whatever, that can make the most simple of outfits. Just you, f- you feel so confident whenever you've got this like boot with a funky print on it and you walk so into true. a room and you're like,
0: yes. And you taught me that leopard is a neutral, and it that snake is a neutral. And I was like, "You're crazy, Hannah. That is not real." And it's so real. <laughs> and now I get so many compliments on my boots. I just want to wear my boots all the time. I got both the snakeskin and the cheetah print, and they're like my favorite things ever.
1: Good. I'm so glad I saw them in so many of your outfits and I was just like, they stand out whether you're sitting on a panel or if you're just walking around a room during one of your workshops. I just feel like it really helps tie, especially if you're more of a classic gal, like t-shirt jeans. It's just a really great way to level it up by having a little bit of fun.
0: Yeah. And I feel like there's an edgy way to go in which you and I definitely lean towards like alter y edgy kind of style. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. also a preppier way to go. Like if you are more oh, of the polished it. prepster, like the accessory item can really add to your brand essence, mm-hmm. you know, where yeah. we could all be wearing the same basics, but I'm going to put on a snakeskin boot and you're going to put on a... Sperry, you know, topsider, whatever those things are called. And it's like the same outfit with a totally different brand appeal.
1: It is like, I mean, they now animal print in all forms is everywhere and every style. So you don't have to have like a moto boot. You can have like a ballet flat or you can have cheetah heels, like whatever your heart desires, but I definitely say add it. And you can do with other things. Like I have the leopard belt and that adds a lot of Flare and fun. Same with like a clutch. So if you don't want to go all out animal, there are right. options that are smaller that you can incorporate.
0: Love it. Any last tips that you think these boss babes should keep in mind when working through our wardrobe 101? Yeah.
1: So I think one of the things too is whenever you get overwhelmed thinking about inspiration, stop looking at it because it can get really convoluted and you're just like, who am I supposed to be? And then just simply sit down with the journal and write out like, who am I? And like write out all the things that make you who you are, what you bring to the table. And from there, you can kind of work a little bit backwards versus looking at so much visual inspiration and feeling like you're trying to make yourself someone that you're not think about more of the strategy behind what you're putting on your body versus just
0: feeling the pressure of shopping and looking like someone else. I love that so much. And (laughs) I cannot tell you how much I've appreciated working with you. This, to be clear, everybody, this is not a sponsored episode. I brought Hannah on the podcast by popular demand after (laughs) my Instagram behind the scenes when we were doing some of our try-on sessions, got so many questions and so much interaction. I was like, well, we have to have this conversation on the air. So fun. But what's really, like, truly inspiring to me is I, I'm i a total DIYer, right? You know me. Like, I'm the entrepreneur chick who's going to figure it out, who's going to Google her way to a solution. And I was very hesitant to bring in a third party. And the mm-hmm. minute I think you won me over was after you made our first virtual shopping board together. And mm-hmm. we're like, Emily, you need to buy these Paper bag trousers. Is that the name? I've been calling (laughs) them all kinds of things. And I'm like, what the hell are these? Like, I've never even seen them before or noticed them on anyone before. And I would never have picked them out for myself. And I bought them. They were like $23 from some very affordable store. And I'm like, sure, I'll take a risk on these weird ass pants that I've never seen before. And I wore (laughs) them the first like weekend I got them. I wore them to boot camp, and everyone was like, oh, My God, Emily, (laughs) like, what is going on with you? You look fantastic. I'm like, it's a little alarming that it's that alarming for you to see me looking fantastic. But (laughs) the idea of bringing in someone else to push your assumptions aside for your own Mm -hmm. body type or your own shopping, like, I cannot recommend working with someone at all any more than I can recommend working with you, Hannah. And you work with people virtually, right? I do. I do. I am based
1: out of Denver, but because I like, I love helping women so much. And I was getting people writing me on Instagram and I just was like, what do I do? Like, how do I help these women? So last year, I created a program called Brand Yourself with Style. And it is a six week program working with me one on one. And we just start from the very beginning. And so basically, everything that we talked about today, like creating the foundation and like talking about goals and your current business is brand and like, where are you trying to go? And who you want people to know you as we work on all of that together before ever doing any shopping. And
0: awesome.
1: we do the same thing as you and I did where we like made a shoppable board versus like going somewhere and physically shopping. And then from there, we learn how to basically be your own stylist and like have fun in your wardrobe and put things together with what you currently own. So it's not having to completely start from scratch. And so it's been so fulfilling and rewarding and to like watch these women have their own businesses and like kind of be able to take, take this part off their plate and focus on what's really important, which is their own clients or right. their own services has been wonderful.
0: I love it. Well, get yourselves to com. You can find the link and all the details on Hannah and what she's all about in today's show notes. Hannah, thank you so much for stopping by and dropping some of your bossed up wardrobe brilliance on our show today.
1: Of course. Thank you. I'm so glad that
0: you and all of your listeners are having me here today. I feel so honored. And good news for all of you who are already typing styledbyhannamoon.com into your mobile browsers right now. Hannah is graciously extending a special offer just to Bossed Up listeners like you. When you head to styledbyhannamoon.com slash Bossed Up and enter code Bossed Up at checkout, not only will you gain access to her six-week styling program, but you'll also gain access to a digital treasure trove of bonus features, checklists, and all kinds. Of digital assets that can help you get your wardrobe bossed up. And thank you to Hannah for sharing this generous offer with our bosses. And now it's time for a very special listener voicemail celebrating going from calling in with a career conundrum to calling in with this sick boss move. Take a listen. I called back in October because I got fired and you featured me on your podcast. And I just wanted to call in with my boss, move, Um, so I got a new job and I interviewed, I think a week after I got fired and I got an offer like three days later. And I've been working there for seven months now and it's awesome. My boss tells me how much he appreciates me every day. I really like my coworkers. The work culture is not toxic and the place that I came from was pretty toxic, so. Sometimes bad things happen so that good things can happen. And I guess my boss move is dealing with something bad that happens and persevering. So thanks so much for your help. Really love your podcast. I'm a big fan. I appreciate you. Thanks. Now this listener doesn't want to share her name, but just know girl that I am rooting you on as are all of us in the bossed up community of courage. So congratulations on making the leap on advocating for yourself and showing us all what it looks like to go from being in a toxic workplace to really feeling like the boss of your career. Congratulations again. Thank you so much for calling in your boss move, because I know by sharing your come up story, you are inspiring other people right now who might be considering doing the same. And if that sounds like you, get your butt to Bossed Up Bootcamp so we can really take a hands-on approach to helping you navigate your way out of a bad work situation or just a stuck point in your career, feeling like you're lost and not sure where you want to head next with your life. That is what Bossed Bootcamp is designed to help you with. Clarify your goals. Come up with a concrete action plan. Gain some confidence, some courage, some community, and some hard and fast skills that will help you accelerate your way to achieving sustainable success. I'm hosting Bossed Bootcamp next in Chicago, July 27 and 28. So get your name on the list now before we sell out. Now, I want to hear from you, boss. What did you think about our conversation today? What is your take on how style influences your performance at work? And are you like me? Do you think this really shouldn't be a topic of discussion, but are begrudgingly becoming more open to more consciously considering how to curate your wardrobe? Or have you always loved style? And this is right up your alley. And maybe you have even more tips and tricks to share. I'd love to hear from you in the Boss Up Courage community on Facebook, in the comment section on today's corresponding blog post, where you can find all those links, by the way, that I've been telling you I'll drop in the show notes, which you'll find at bossedup.org episode 134. And as always, hit me up online on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, at Emily Aries and at Bossed I want to see what makes you feel like a boss. So if you are wearing an outfit that makes you feel bossed up this week and you have curated a little bit of your wardrobe, I wanna see it. And I'll even get us started by including some shots from the Bossed Up book tour featuring outfits that Hannah helped me put together, including those badass little booties that I love. <laughs> so head to today's blog post at bossedup.org slash episode 134 to check those photos out and let me know what you think. In the meantime, make sure to share this episode with the badass boss women in your world who you think could use some of Hannah's great advice. And keep Boston in pursuit of your purpose, and together we'll lift as we climb. Let's face it. owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, will actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org slash speakup. That's bossedup.org slash speakup.